Good morning and welcome to the Church of the Holy Spirit for daily Mass. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty, Almighty God, God and to you, you, my brothers and sisters. sisters that I, I have, have greatly sinned in, in my thoughts and in my words, and what, what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, your Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. wondrous grace we are enriched with every blessing grant us so to pass from former ways to newness of life that we be made ready for the glory of the heavenly kingdom through our Lord Jesus Christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit one God forever and ever
A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. In Babylon, there lived a man named Jochim, who married a very beautiful and God-fearing woman, Susanna, the daughter of Hilkiah. Her pious parents had trained their daughter according to the law of Moses. Jochim was very rich. He had a garden near his house, and the Jews had recourse to him often because he was the most respected of all of them. That year, two elders of the people were appointed judges, of whom the Lord said, Wickedness has come out of Babylon from the elders who were to govern the people as judges. These men, to whom all brought their cases, frequented the house of Jochim. They had people left. When the people left at noon, Susanna used to enter her husband's garden for a walk. When the old men saw her enter every day for her walk, they began to lust for her. They suppressed their consciousness. They would not allow their eyes to look to heaven and did not keep in mind just judgments. One day, while they were waiting for the right moment, she entered the garden as usual with two maids only. She decided to bathe, for the weather was warm. Nobody else was there except the two elders who had hidden themselves and were watching her. Bring me oil and soap, she said to the maids, and shut the garden doors while I bathe. As soon as the maids had left, the two old men got up and hurried to her. Look, they said, the garden doors are shut and no one can see us. Give in to our desire and lie with us. If you refuse, we will testify against you that you dismissed your maids because a young man was here with you. I am completely trapped, Susanna groaned. If I yield, it will be my death. If I refuse, I cannot escape your power. Yet it is better for me to fall into your power without guilt than to sin before the Lord. Then Susanna shrieked, and the old men also shouted at her, as one of them ran to open the garden doors. When the people in the house heard the cries from the garden, they rushed in by the side gate to see what had happened to her. At the accusations by the old men, the servants felt very much ashamed, for never had any such things been said about Susanna. When the people came to her husband Jochim the next day, the two wicked elders also came, fully determined to put Susanna to death. Before all the people they ordered, send for Susanna, the daughter of Hilkiah, the wife of Jochim. When she was sent for, she came with her parents, children, and all her relatives. All her relatives and the onlookers were weeping. In the midst of the people, the two elders rose up and laid their hands on her head. Through tears, she looked up to heaven, for she trusted in the Lord wholeheartedly. The elders made this accusation. As we were walking in the garden alone, the, this woman entered with two girls and shut the doors of the garden, dismissing the girls. A young man who was hidden there came and lay with her. When we, in a corner of the garden, saw this crime, we ran toward them. We saw them lying together, but the man we could not hold because he was stronger than we. He opened the doors and ran off. Then we seized her and asked who the young man was, but she refused to tell us. We testify to this. The assembly believed them since they were elders and judges of the people, and they condemned her to death. 
But Susanna cried aloud, O eternal God, you know what is hidden and are aware of all things before they come to be. You know that they have testified falsely against me. Here I am about to die, though I have done none of these things which these wicked men have charged me. The Lord heard her prayer. As she was being led to execution, God stirred up the Holy Spirit of a young boy named Daniel, and he cried aloud, I will have no part in the death of this woman. All the people turned and asked him, What is this you are saying? He stood in their midst and continued, Are you such fools, O children of Israel, to condemn a woman of Israel without examination and without clear evidence? Return to court, for they have testified falsely against her. Then all the people returned in haste. To Daniel the elders said, Come sit with us and inform us, since God has given you the prestige of old age. But he replied, Separate these two far from each other, that I may examine them. After they were separated one from the other, he called one of them and said, How you have grown evil with age. Now have your past sins come to term, passing unjust sentences, condemning the innocent, and freeing the guilty. Although the Lord says, the innocent and the just you shall not put to death. Now then, if you were a witness, tell me under what tree you saw them together. Under a mastic tree, he answered. Daniel replied, your fine lie has cost you your head, for the angel of God shall receive the sentence from him and split you in two. Putting him to one side, he ordered the other one to be brought. Daniel said to him, offspring of Canaan, not of Judah, beauty has seduced you, lust have subverted your conscience. This is how you acted with the daughters of Israel, and in their fear they yielded to you. But a daughter of Judah did not tolerate your wickedness. Now then, tell me under what tree you surprised them together. Under an oak, he said. Daniel replied, your fine lie has cost you also your head, for the angel of God waits with a sword to cut you in two so as to make an end of you both. The whole assembly cried aloud, blessing God who saves those who hope in him. They rose up against the two elders, for by their own words Daniel had convicted them of perjury. According to the law of Moses, they inflicted on them the penalty they had plotted to impose on their neighbor. They put them to death. Thus was innocent blood spared that day. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, but early in the morning he arrived again in the temple area, and all the people started coming to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made her stand in the middle. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law of Moses, we were commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They said to this to test him so that they could have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground with his finger. But when they continued asking him, he straightened up and said to them, let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. And in response, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus start by saying Rich, you did an excellent job with those readings. Uh, a lot of Bible that was read this morning. The story of Daniel is 
later on in Daniel. It's 13, chapter 13, and this is uh, like a special section of Daniel. It's not in the Protestant Bible, and it's later on, even though Daniel's very young in the book, it happens later in the book. So this is, Daniel is this, he's in the section of the prophets in the Old Testament, and he exists during the Babylonian exile. So the southern kingdom of Judah was exiled like 586, 587 BC. And in that time, Daniel uh, became a servant for the king of Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And he became this, uh, so this is early on, maybe before he became the servant or before sometime early on during the exile. So it's about that time frame. And there is like a little bit of commentary that's happening in here that is helpful if you understand what this exile was. So this is the second exile, and it's for the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom had their exile in 722, 723 BC. And the northern kingdom becomes Samaria. And Samaria is, uh, we heard in the gospel just a couple weeks ago, the Samaritan woman, Jesus goes up to the Samaritan woman and says, woman, give me a drink. And she says, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan, for something to drink? Because the Jews and the Samaritans uh, use nothing in common. And this is because the, the Samaritans during their exile, which happened, again, a couple hundred years before the southern exile, uh, they kind of mixed with the other religions. They were exiled by the Assyrian Empire, and there was like this blend of, before they were even exiled, there was this blend of Judaism and some of the religions around. So they had different temples to different uh, gods, and they had sanctuaries to gods that weren't the God of Israel, and they didn't go to the temple. The temple was in the south in Jerusalem. So there's kind of like this weird mixture of Judaism and this other religion. And then after the exile, when they returned, it was still a mixture of, like, it's not pure Jewish. It's this, like, hybrid mixing of Judaism and something else. So the South Judah is Judaism, and it, like, it becomes, like, this pure Judaism, and they still have the temple that make the sacrifices. But at the exile, 586, 587 BC, the temple is destroyed. But this group is still trying to keep the Jewish law. And during the, the reading, the first reading in, uh, in Daniel, one of the interesting comments, it's kind of like a side comment in there, is uh, it's like when it's talking about these older men who are trying to take advantage of uh, Susanna, they, uh, Daniel says, this may have worked with the women of Israel, which is the northern kingdom, but this is a woman of Judah, and she wouldn't compromise herself. And in this I think there's like a lot of analogy when we're talking about adultery in the Bible. One of the reasons like adultery is something that repulses us naturally that we don't need like a bigger metaphorical understanding of why it's wrong. And a lot of times adultery is used in the gospels and in the scriptures to be, uh, give this analogy of, of God being in love with us and us being married to God. And when we compromise with what God's like or we have other gods in addition to God, it's this image of adultery. So it's kind of making fun of the northern kingdom that they've already committed adultery with God or had like this mixed marriage, open marriage with God. And now uh, there's like kind of that, that subtlety too that this is happening to the southern kingdom while they're in exile. They're losing the purity of their religion and even their judges are, are breaking the eighth commandment. Don't bear false witness against your neighbor. They're breaking the sixth commandment. Um, and they're just, by breaking the upper commandments, they're also 
showing something deeper of them breaking the first commandment uh, to only have one God. And I think the same is, is kind of true in the gospel as well. When the woman is caught in adultery, Jesus is saying the first one without sin cast the first stone. And again, like this woman who's just ripped out of the bed of her lover and drug in front of everybody by the Pharisees and the Sadducees is this crazy image. Uh, but it's a very uh, earthy and like uh, strong image that we react to. Like you can imagine this happening and people being like, how can Jesus say this isn't wrong? It's definitely wrong and everybody knows it's wrong and it's like a gut reaction that adultery is wrong. And, I, and Jesus, I think, is somehow turning this into a, the opening the eyes of the Pharisees and the Sadducees to see that there's some level of adultery in their relationship with God. There's some level of, of compromise that's happening there. And we don't know what he's writing or how he portrays this, but it does seem to be like obviously in the Old Testament and then again in the New Testament, a lot of times where the theme of adultery is there, it's to purify our relationship with God. So with these readings today, just uh, it's a good meditation to think what pulls our attention away from God, or when we picture God, God isn't actually jealous, but he uses the word jealous to describe himself a lot of times. Uh, what, what are we um, sharing uh, the role of God with our actual God, or in what ways uh, would we be making God jealous? Joining our voices together as one, we raise our prayers to God, the Almighty Father. For Pope Francis and all clergy, may God's hope shine abundantly through them as they lead the church in the world today. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For all those who are elected to government positions, may God's justice be in their hearts as they make decisions in the best interest of all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who thirst for light in situations of great darkness, may God's love lead them to everlasting life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For all in our faith community, may the Lord help us to always grow in faith, hope, and love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the faithfully departed, may God's peace be with them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our, our prayer. And for today's Mass intention, the anniversary Mass for Marie Chimmel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. Lord God, Almighty Father, we ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
Eucharist, we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, will become for us the bread of life. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept this sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all this holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that preparing to celebrate the holy mysteries, we may bring before you as the fruit of bodily penance, a joyful purity of heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For through the saving passion of your Son, the whole world has received a heart to confess the infinite power of your majesty, since by the wondrous power of the cross, your judgments on the world is now revealed in the authority of Christ crucified. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks as an exaltation we acclaim. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, 
For this is my body, which will be given up for you. similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant which we poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this in memory of me History of faith, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray the partaking of the body and blood of Christ. We may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Ronald, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am I'm not worthy, worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. Strengthened by the blessing of your sacraments, we pray, O Lord, that through them we may constantly be cleansed of our faults and by following Christ, hasten our steps upward toward you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks Thanks be to God. God.